Welcome to another episode of the Graniteless Live. I'm your host, Sally Pace, and we are still here at Ascend Conference in New Orleans. And I am joined by Tamara Hollerick, and I would love for you to tell our audience a little bit about your background and how you got into this industry. Oh, very interesting story, probably just about like most other brokers here. Um, you don't get up one morning and go, I think I'm going to be an insurance. Unless, of course, you're Lester Morales for anybody who knows Lester. <laughs> True. Right. True. Um, so it found me. I was in a really bad spot in my life mm -hmm. and um, I fell into the career path, actually fell in love with it, uh, was in love with it for um, a number of years and then wasn't so much fun anymore in the early OOs. Um, so I had a decision to make, right? So um, just kind of plowed forward and here we are today um, leading the industry, I hope. Yeah, yeah. And you're based in Fort Worth. I am. And um, and so tell us, you know, here, here at the conference, what are some of the themes that you're hearing that really resonate with you or you're thinking about? Um, it, it's all about cost containment strategies. Mm -hmm. You know, in the early OOs, mm -hmm. um, we knew healthcare reform was coming, right? It was no surprise during the um, Clinton administration, there was, you know, the really big push. It didn't really fly. We had the implementation of HMOs at that point. Um, but through those OOs, you just kind of saw something's coming and we're probably not going to be able to um, get away from it this right. time, but it's probably not going to go away. So, we really started looking for ways to control the healthcare spending. You know, that's tough to do when the entire world thinks that they can't control the healthcare spend. So hearing my colleagues going, hey, yeah, we can control the healthcare spend. We can implement cost saving strategies. That's really what's resonating now. Mm -hmm. And and thinking about your client base, what what does that look like? And what are you what are you implementing this plan year? So the big Probably the, the quickest and easiest way to save an employer um, really large dollars mm -hmm. is looking at their pharmacy spend. Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone in the U.S., um, including people who aren't in control of a health plan, mm -hmm. um, are just mad at the pharmaceutical industry. You're I mean, right. You're right. That, you know, when somebody walks into a pharmacy and they can't pick up a medication for less than $6,000 a quarter, right. I mean, that is, it should be criminal. And so I think most employers or CFOs that are in control of a health plan need to be looking first and foremost, and this will be my recommendation, what's going on with your pharmacy spend? Mm -hmm. There's about 30% there that they're leaving on the table or wasting mm -hmm. that could go right to the bottom line. Yeah, you're so right. And I know, you know, certainly there are a lot, there are a lot of other, you know, new, new in the industry apps and thing, you know, pl wellness platforms and all that. But at the end of the day, um, that drug spend is, is something that is kind of, you know, it's an unsustainable model and yet, you know, it's gone on for so long. So what do you, you know, when you're looking to, um, bring in or change partners, especially if you're, you know, it's a prospect and you're getting, getting new business, taking it from somebody else. Um, help our audience understand what that looks like in practicality. Are you looking at traditional PBMs, transparent PBMs? Yeah. So talk, you, talk about that. You almost have to move to a transparent PBM model mm -hmm. so that you can see the data. 
You know, in your traditional PBMs, they want to hide mm -hmm. all of the data so that you have no idea what's really going on. So it, you really have to kind of move to a transparent PBM. You know, I don't have to go in and be the broker of all. I can go in and literally piece by piece fix their problems. You know, a lot of health plan, a lot of health plans have had their brokers and advisors for years. Mm -hmm. That could be problematic too, right? Right. Because if that broker isn't innovative, um, this is an industry that is changing rapidly, mm -hmm. like very rapidly. And so if you are stuck in, you know, 2000, that's a problem. Right. 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 So, but they love their broker. And so they're like, I'm not going to fire my broker. It might be their brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if they're not going to make that leap, let's at least look at some of it mm -hmm. or a piece of it. And then if we do a good job, you know, then we can go in with other strategies. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Excellent advice. And, um, you know, and that's part of why you are a mastermind here at Ascend. So can you tell our audience a little bit about what that is and what it's meant to you personally? So the mastermind group is an elite group of uh, brokers and advisors around the country. Um, it's a very small group. It's about 45 of us. I would say out of the 45 of us, we're either broker of the year, um, benefits advisor of the year, female benefits advisors of the year um, through the last five years. And so it is an elite group, um, but we're all concierge for the most part, um, consulting firms. So we don't have the ability to come with the dollars of these big brokerage houses that wine and dine you. And however, we need that collaboration. Mm -hmm. So for me, having those partners, being able to say, um, I have a medical management company on my team. I have um, a compliance attorney mm -hmm. on my team, and we're all part of this um, elite group that all think alike. Yeah. So that collaboration, you know, I was sharing a story with you earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, there's another broker in Dallas, and I picked up the phone and called and said, "Hey, I need your help." Mm -hmm. He's like, "I'm there. I got you." Yeah. And that's to me, I, I, you know, and I don't think many people like to work alone. I think you're right, especially after the past couple of years, we've right. had to be yes. alone. Right? Yes. And yes. so I just don't think people like, I know I thrive better when I have somebody pushing me. Yes. Right? Iron sharpens iron. So it's nice to know I can pick up the phone and call any one of them at any time. And that it's like, well, what about this? And did you think about this? And let's do this together. So that for me, knowing I have a partnership has been life-changing actually yeah yeah well i think that's yeah that's really encouraging since so many in the the brokerage and consulting community listen to the podcast um could i hear you saying is if you're if you're looking for like-minded friends ascend is a good first step and then moving into the mastermind program yeah as you work your way up it is, is. yeah it is so you know our kind of our leader mm -hmm. i call him the fearless leader yes. <laughs> nelson yeah um Nelson has got a fabulous system built now from Ascend to a mentoring program, into the boot camp, into Mastermind. So you don't have to go like from Ascend to Mastermind because that, right. for me, that was scary. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, do I belong in that group? Like I had the credentials for it, sure. but I was like, 
you know, that imposter syndrome that we all have. Yes. Um, so for me, so I went through the mentorship program with Nelson. I needed an industry specific mentor that I, or coach, you know, for the lack of a better word, yes. industry specific. And I had been doing self-funded groups since the nineties. Like mm -hmm. for me, that was like the norm, but there were just things evolving Right. And I felt like I just needed a push mm -hmm. um, because I was in my comfort zone, like yeah. everybody, yeah. right? I wanted yeah. to stay in my comfort zone. <laughs> um, Jokes on you, <laughs> right? Push you out there, Tamara. So um, that, for me, I didn't have to make that big jump. And then I had the confidence to go to the masterminds and feel like I was contributing because you don't just get in the masterminds. You right. have to be right. like, you have, there's going to, you have to bring something to the table. If you're not bringing something to, you can't just take, right? You got to give too. So, I didn't have that confidence in the beginning. So that's why the mastermind group is so valuable, and it gave me the confidence I needed. Yeah, that's a big deal, though. And I'm, I'm, I'm certain I speak on behalf of those coming behind you. You are full of wisdom, and you enjoy sharing it. Thank you for sharing it with our audience. And I want to, you know, speaking of sharing wisdom, you have a podcast. So tell tell our audience a little bit about that. I do. I have got, um, the podcast is called Everything Is Up. We launched this week. So we're super excited. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And we are doing interviews with influential people mm -hmm. that have risen to the top in their field. And they are in insightfully sharing their wisdom with our audience. Those tips and tricks on what to do. And a lot of them are like, don't do this. I did this. It did not work. <laughs> so it's been really great. Yes. It's always, it's always good to learn from somebody else's mistake. Oh, yeah. Everything is up. Everything is Love up. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you, Tamara, for being here. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Granite List Live. Mm -hmm.